When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, the Batcaps uh, have uh, officially been named this morning, uh, a lot earlier this morning actually, uh, for the tour to England. They're going to play three test matches uh, against England at Lords, uh, at Trent Bridge and at Headingley. Incidentally, three grounds where New Zealand have won test matches in the past, and to be fair, haven't won that many in England in our history. Um, and one of the players uh, named this morning, it's not entirely a new uh, naming for him because he was part of the New Zealand extended squad for the two home test matches against South Africa, is uh, Cam Fletcher. Cam, uh, pleased to have you on the show this morning. First of all, congratulations. Uh, great news for you. Yeah, cheers, Smithy. Thanks for having me on, mate. Uh, yeah, pretty epic news. Um, getting to get in the um, chat with um, Gary Stead and, and finding out I'm going over there, so pretty stoked about it. Yeah, how about that? Eh? A, a test tour of England. Uh, I mean, way, way, way back, I can tell you that was... High on the agenda of the preference list for a cricketer to be able to play at Lords, Trent Bridge, Headingley, or or just get there, you know. Um, what about uh, these days? Is it still the same? Yeah, I mean, from my understanding, I've obviously haven't um, toured over there at all myself, other than just playing club cricket over there. Um, but everyone talks about, everyone has talked about that it's you know the best tour to be on. Uh, so that's pretty exciting to hear. I mean, I guess just. The thought of growing up, I guess, hearing the hearing the name Lords um, has always been something that's pretty special, and and you always hope that maybe one day, you know, in that distant dream, that you might get that opportunity. So, it's um, just the thought of potentially being there. Um, you know, hope, hopefully, I'll get a game, but um, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, the thought of that's pretty amazing. Well, I mean, you know, you have to keep a pretty open mind about that as well. Obviously, you um, you know, uh, in your particular role uh, at the moment. Um, you know, uh, you might have to be a, bit, a wee bit patient, but you know, um, you know cricket. You know, well, it's only a, a, an awkward take, a broken finger, uh, a pulled hamstring, and uh, you know, you're basically in. So uh, it might not be that far away. You have to be on edge. Yeah, I guess that's the thing with playing cricket these days. You're always prepared and ready to go, and you're always training as if you're going to get that opportunity. Um, I guess similar in that South Africa series, um, I knew kind of roughly what my role was going to be there. And just to be able to, I guess, um, train alongside Tom Blundell and learn as much as we can off each other and around how maybe we might need to adapt to certain conditions, um, that's something that was awesome in that series. And I'm sure it'll be the same however however the team looks uh, over there. Love to find out a wee bit more uh, about you, Cam, and as our uh, listeners would as well. Obviously, as a new name in the side, uh, you started uh, your cricket with uh, with the Northern Districts province, I understand, and then you made a decision to go to Christchurch. A lot of people 
either go to Christchurch or go away from Christchurch one way or the other. Uh, what was in that move? Yeah, I, I, from Auckland initially, um, I did all my age group cricket through Auckland um, and then I got the opportunity um, in the season where Pete McGlash and, um, retired and then PJ Watling was away a lot with the Black Caps. Um, so I got that chance to to go down to Northern Districts and play there. It was, um, to be fair, a pretty stacked team at the time. I was I was a young guy just um, yeah, looking, idolising all these guys, but it was an amazing experience. And then a couple of years later, Gary Stead actually um, was coaching Canterbury and he gave me a call and said there was an opportunity to keep more regularly um, in the Canterbury side. So at the time, it just it felt like the, the right thing to do. And I think looking back now, I think it definitely was. Okay, let's... Uh Let's look at um, how you ex- your experience you got out of uh, being around the camp. I, I know you worked, as you said, you worked with Tom Blundell a wee bit as well. But what about the Test match vibe, the atmosphere about Test cricket? What did you learn as opposed to maybe first class cricket? Yeah, I mean, you can obviously tell as soon as you step foot into that training environment, to, into those, into the Test matches that. The intensity, the feel, the the buzz around everything is just that amped up that bit more. I mean. We get a little bit of guess experience with T20 cricket and domestically around a bit more, I guess, media around and things. But I mean, in first class cricket and Red Bull cricket, um, domestically you don't. Um, so, I guess more resources around as well, more coaches, um, having guys there to help you out. Um, but yeah, it, it, obviously the step up to that in terms of all the external stuff is a lot more. Um, but in terms of the the cricket itself, it all stays the same. It's all it's all simple, you're maybe a bit more self-sufficient in terms of driving what you're trying to work on and preparing yourself for the match. And that's what I probably found the most was going in there and seeing guys that were actually just taking a bit more ownership of their games and, and what they wanted to achieve. So within the squad, um, I, I know you've played a lot of first-class cricket, of course. Um, you've probably played in invitation teams, um, invitation 11s, etc., like that, but how many of the bowlers that have been named in this 20 would you have not have spent too much time keeping to? I'm pretty sure I've um, had experience keeping to pretty much everyone at certain times, um, whether that's New Zealand A's, uh, first-class cricket. So obviously, like I said, I played some games at ND, so I got to keep to some of the Trent Bolts and, um, and Saudis and things. Um, I yeah, Probably Neil Wagner... Um, I last year before they went to the England tour, I got to keep a lot to him in net sessions um, out in the open wickets, but that's probably the only experience I've had with him. So it'll be quite interesting to see the way he goes about his bowling and the, maybe the different positioning and angles that I'd have to do to someone like him. Um, but a lot of the other guys I've had some kind of experience playing with. The other thing, of course, is uh, we don't play a lot of spinners at home in Test cricket. You you well know that fact. But um, in England, they tend to because the pitches are a little drier. They tend to do a little bit more, and spinning is part of their um, Test match makeup. Um, what about the spinners in our group? How much experience to the likes of Patel and Co? Yeah, you know, I haven't I haven't kept to Patel for a long period of time, but we actually spent quite a bit of time together in Auckland A's. Um, years ago um, so we kind of I guess got along quite well back then and he's obviously developed significantly as a bowler and as a person over the years he's a great man um, but I guess 
yeah, I think that'll probably be something I'll try to do as much as I can is just, just to watch, try and look at the little cues and the actions and things like that and, and how the ball maybe purchases off, off wickets over there if, if there's pre, pre-tour games and, um, and, and net trainings leading up to that. I uh, haven't kept a lot to Michael Bracel, but I've had a couple of um, experiences with New Zealand A um, and same with Rutch and Ravindra. Um, so I guess the, the main thing really to them is just trying to pick up the cues and how how they work the ball and their, their slight variations um, and then just seeing how they're trying to read the wicket on, on the day. So you've had experience in English conditions? Uh, only, I've, I've obviously, I've been over there a few times for club cricket, but obviously that's a um, uh, slightly different kettle of fish really in terms of the wicket and, and the pace of the bowling um, especially with spin, because obviously as, when you get to domestic and above, the, the the pace that the spinners bowl is a lot quicker. Um, so being able to make those judgments of how quick the ball's going to turn or skid on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, only club cricket yet, really. One of the um, interesting things, um, people at home might uh, just think a cricket ball is a cricket ball, but uh, you and I know that a cricket ball is not a cricket ball. Uh, every time because a juke cricket ball is entirely different to a kookaburra cricket ball uh, and juke cricket balls are used in England. Now, uh, they tend to swing a lot more, they swing for longer and they swing after they go past the batter bit, so that can be tricky. Yeah, I mean, I think over the years um, I've watched some, a fair bit of YouTube clips of um, different guys um, getting bamboozled by um, the, the, the juke ball going past the bat I guess um, I think yeah, that's that's something because it's not easy to train for. Um, um, as you'd probably know, like it's not easy to train for. You almost just got to prepare yourself the best you can, knowing that when the ball moves, you've got to try and stay as still as possible, get yourself in line with the ball, um, and then be able to react to when that happens. And I think hopefully it doesn't happen when someone nicks one. Um, but I think just that 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 ball ball off the ball, just trying to be as still as possible. Yeah, it's interesting actually. Um, I could give you some advice on that. We, I had a chat to Brendan McCullum about that. Maybe you should speak to Brendan about it, but uh, he had terrible trouble the first time he kept over there and he made a couple of adjust- adjustments. So if you need any advice about it, I won't bore you with it now, but um, we could talk about it or you could ask him anyway. But uh, it is very interesting, uh, the adjustments you do have to make for that, and that's uh, why I asked about that. Because here's the, the other thing. I mean, bowlers go to nets, they bowl. Batsmen go to nets, they bat. How do you simulate the keeping side of things in practice? Yeah, it is difficult to do. I mean, I'll, I'll try to keep to the bowlers when they're doing their warm-ups and things just to see how the ball's moving on the morning. Um, and I guess it's, it is actually hard to, to simulate the perf. If you're hitting the ball off the face of the bat, you know, you can, you can, it's hard to get your timing perfect. Um, there's a few different... I picked up a few balls from Kookaburra um, that... Uh, and and some old baseballs and things like that that can move in the air. Um, so when you hit them off tennis rackets or you hit them off the face, they just do a little bit more. Um, so just trying to just trying little things like that that might just add a, add something slightly different to just the ball going straight. Um, and also there's little things. Jason Mills from Kookaburra gave me some advice around the lords and um, the slight angles on the on the outfield and things like that, and, mm. and how you can maybe try for that. So. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, a, it's obviously the unknown for me a little bit, but 
just trying little things here to prepare yourself as well as you can. Well, all I can say is, uh, as a backup keeper, that's how I started, uh, Cam, way, way, way back. Um, I got 40 minutes' notice of my first Test match when uh, the incumbent, Warren Lees, uh, broke down during warm-ups, uh, did a hamstring, and uh, I got 40 minutes' notice. So all I can say is to you, be ready, <laughs> be ready. Um, enjoy England from an international cricketer's point of view. I can promise you, if you love cricket, you will absolutely love this tour, on the field or off it. Uh, cricket just oozes out of there so uh, that test series is going to be enthralling wish you all the best uh, learn what you can um, and uh, just enjoy the experience uh, fantastic news that you're going to be making the trip go well awesome cheers Smithy really appreciate that um, yeah I do I will take you up on hopefully having a bit of a chat around and some keeping tips but yeah thanks for having me on all the best and hope to catch up soon An exciting time for you Cam thanks for joining us mate uh, and uh, as I said Go well uh, and enjoy. Thank you. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.